I thought you'd forgotten all about me, Mrs. Richards. No, not at all. Margot, this is Eve Harrington. How do you do, my dear? Oh, you? hello, Miss Channing. And my husband. Hello. Mr. Richards. And this is my good friend and companion, Miss Bertie Coonan. Hi. Uh, won't you sit down, Miss Harrington? Uh, Eve, I was just telling Margot and Lloyd about how often you've seen oh, the play. Oh, yes, and I... Miss Channing, I've seen every performance. Really? Every yes. performance? <laughs> then we can safely assume you like the play. Oh, I'd like anything that Miss Channing played in. Well, how very sweet. I doubt you'd like her in The Hairy Ape. Well, Mr. Richards... <laughs> I believe it's part of Miss Channing's greatness, her ability to choose the best plays. And there's so little to choose from these days. Yes. Yeah. Well, what about the author's problem? Whom can we get to play what we write? Well, I understand that Hopalong Cassidy is looking for something. <laughs> Margot. No, but I'm curious, Miss Harrington. Why have you come to see the play so often? Oh, well, if I didn't see the play, I wouldn't have anywhere else to go. Oh, well, there are other places. Oh, no, not with you in them, Miss Channing. Well, you must have some friends, a family, a home. No, I, I haven't. You haven't? No. You haven't? Well, then tell us all about it. Miss Channing. Yes, Bertie. You're taking the boyfriend to the airport tonight, don't forget. Thank you, Bertie. Miss Harrington, you were saying? Well, it, it all started with your last play, Miss Channing. Remembrance? Oh. oh, did you see it here in New York? No, I didn't. I saw it in San Francisco. Oh. I, I went one night, the most important night of my life. Well, anyway, I, I found myself going the next night, and then the next, and every performance. And then when the show went east, well, I went east, and... Oh, gosh, this this couldn't possibly interest you. Oh, but it does, really. Uh, suppose you start at the beginning, Eve. Well, you see, Miss Channing, my my father was a farmer in Wisconsin, and, and farmers were poor in those days, so I quit school and went off to Milwaukee. I, I got a job as a secretary in a brewery. But there was a little theater group in town, and... Oh, I can imagine just what that meant to you, like a drop of rain on a desert. Oh, yes. And you see, that's where I met Eddie. He was a radio technician. Just before the war came, we got married... Eddie went into the Air Force, and they sent him to the South Pacific. Oh, you poor child. Well, one week he wrote me that he had a furlough coming up, and I'd saved my money and all my vacation time, so I just went to San Francisco to meet him. Uh-huh. Well, go on. Eddie wasn't there. Only a telegram said that Eddie wasn't coming at all. That Eddie was dead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just figured I'd stay in San Francisco, so I found a job, and his insurance helped me along, and, and then there were theaters in San Francisco, and and one night, oh, one night, Margot Channing came to play in remembrance, and I went to see it, and, well, you see, I, here I am. Hi, friends and lovers. Bill. Well, if it isn't Stanislavski. Bill, were you out front tonight? Listen, I'll... Margot, listen, in 47 minutes, my plane takes off, and how do I find you? Not ready, looking like a junkyard? Thank you very much. Listen, is this sabotage? Does my career in the cinema mean nothing to you? A junkyard, am I? My wonderful junkyard, baby. Think of the mystery and dreams you find in a junkyard. Kiss me. I love a psychotic. Mm. <laughs> now, look. Airlines have clocks even if... Why, hello. Who are you? My name's Eve. Eve Harrington. Hi. Well, I tried to introduce you, darling, but you were so impulsive. Miss Harrington, too, is a great admirer of yours. Imagine all this admiration in just one room. What? <laughs> Miss Channing, I guess I'd better be going. Miss Channing, Miss Richards, I, I'll never forget this life as long as I live. Oh, now, don't go, Eve. I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll put a Stanislavski on his plane, huh? Then go somewhere and talk. Oh, well, if I... If I'm not in the way... Oh, of course not. Oh, come along, Bertie, darling. Press on. I've got to get dressed. Oh, Bill, what time do you, do you get to Hollywood, huh? 10 a.m. Got any messages? Oh, what do you want me to tell Tyrone Power? 
Just give me my phone number. I'll tell you myself. For the next few weeks, Eve followed Margot around like a little puppy, one with a strong police dog strain. She became her sister, lawyer, seamstress, companion, psychiatrist, and cop. Soon, she had moved into a little spare room in Margot's house. And she was always backstage. Oh, Miss Channing, you haven't noticed my latest bit of interior decorating. Well, you've done so much, Eve, I hardly recognize this poor little old dressing room. <laughs> well, what's new this time? Well, the curtains. I made them myself. Oh, oh, they're lovely, darling. Aren't they lovely, Bertie? Adorable. We now got everything a dressing room needs except a basketball hoop. <laughs> Be quiet. Oh, Eve, it was very thoughtful of you, and I do appreciate it. I don't pay any attention to Bertie. No one does. Thank <laughs> you. 